comes the sun Here comes the sun And I say it's alright It's almost like perfect timing, isn't it? That was perfect timing. Episode two. Season two. Episode two. The Desmond. The Desmond two. two. That's episode 22, perhaps. Could be. So we've got a special special guest. We have. We've got a third microphone hooked up. So we've got, basically, she didn't want to go home. She was, she was bored. I think her um, rent's due and she's just looking for somewhere to stay a little bit longer. She sent home one of her friends to turn the AC on. So it's lovely and cool when she gets home. And uh, should, we, should we see if the person, the people at home can guess who it is? Yes. So what should we say? Should we, should give we, do, a, we do 20 one? questions, like the 20 questions yes. type of yeah, thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the person can only reply yes or no. Okay, cool. Right. Go on, you okay, go first. Okay, I'll go first. So are you male? No. No is the correct answer. The voice confirms it. Yep. And next question. Have you taught at JPS for more than one year? Yes. Correct answer. Did you have to think about that? Um, Yeah. Do you teach in Key Stage 2? Yes. trying to think of questions that the children know the answer to okay do you teach in year five no Ooh, that rules out a lot oh. of ladies so if you were thinking of miss cunliffe you were wrong wrong miss grimes uh-uh. wrong miss hammond no so we've got year three year four and year six on yeah. offer absolutely okay next question do you f- does your classroom face the Burj Khalifa. Mm, good question. No. No. It does not. It must right. face the Burj Al Arab. Oh, it's a oh, tough life, a tough isn't it? Life oh, gosh. Is, yeah. I, I think we should just go to the year group now. Let's go for. Do you teach in year six? Yes. Get in. Are you. Is your classroom towards the Arabic classrooms or towards the music classrooms? Oh, that's not a yes or no. <laughs> is your classroom near the Arabic classrooms? No. Ooh, that so limit, therefore that rules out Mr. Cooper and Mr. Turner, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be. So it's not Mrs. Richardson because she's in the middle. Well, she's towards that end, I suppose. She's a proper southerner as well, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, let's just say who it is now, shall we? You've probably guessed it by now. Does your surname is your surname a color? Oh, good question. Well, no, hers a is lack an of color. As isn't either. Yeah, I suppose. Is it associated with colour? Yes. Yes. We've got Miss Mrs. White. Hop- oh, oh. Miss Hopkins, sorry. <laughs> We've got Miss White with us. So Miss White, I was going to say, um, Miss White has been with us, what, 18 months now? Yeah. That's why I find it difficult to answer had I been in JPS for a year. Yeah, that's right. actually in the building, probably no. That's it. I did a lot of home learning. That's I wonder, right. I wonder how many hours you've been in the building. If you've seen, I've not been in the building for a year. Good question. Fair few hours. So it's almost a year since we did purely online learning. Well, it was a year, I think. Yeah, Yeah, actually, by the time this comes out, Sunday morning, that would mark the first day that we did online learning last year. So what a long way we've come from that. Happy online learning anniversary, guys. Yes, yeah. What a horrible anniversary. (laughs) But hey, all well and good now. So we've got Miss White, and that was, Miss White's going to get to choose two songs today. Yes. That one at the start. 
which was Here Comes the Sun. Now, that song, Here Comes the Sun, was by the Beatles, and that yep. is going to become clear why we picked that song for the first one. Very good. And um, Miss White's got one from, because that was a bit before your childhood, Miss White, wasn't it? You're, you're, you're very, um, you're quite, you're younger than that song, aren't you? That one you just yeah, chose. Much so the next one is from your childhood, is that right? Well, Maybe. Or reminds you of your it childhood. It reminds me of my childhood. Okay. The next one. And that's going to come at the end era. of the pod. You're going to have to end wait around. The pod. Stick around. So if you find that it all goes quiet, Miss White leaves, it's because uh, her house is now cool enough. She's had the phone call from her servant, fellow teacher at JPS, and she's ready to go home. So today we've got loads in store. We've got competition. We should have the, do you want to press the button? Go on, press the button. button? Forgetting the sound of the the, uh, applause, aren't we? Competition. Let's try that again. Competition. Yes. Yes. Get in there. So we've got a couple of bookworm vouchers to give away 50 dirhams each okay that's, that's good isn't it so the first one is magical bookworm vouchers so what's the competition for this again so the co- well we don't we have to think on our feet for that one what was the competition for this it was to do with um sending in sound effects yes so basically what we need from you in fact let's we do the feature right we've got a feature a teacher at jps has shared some jokes with us. Probably the funniest teacher in JPS. Well. And he's got this message for you. Now we're going to do a little segue into this. Well, and we can pause it as we go. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. I like this. It is Jokes with Mr. Cooper. TC. Whoop, 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 whoop. Okay, that's enough now. That's enough cheering. So we had a message sent in from Mr. Cooper. And here it is. Hello, Mr. Huntley. Hello, Mr. Williams. Hope you're both very well. Mr. Cooper here. Hi, mate. Now, on last week's show, I understand there was a bit of a golfing theme running through. A little bit, yeah. A little birdie tells me that Mr. Roberts was on talking about all things golf. Well, one thing Mr. Roberts might not have told you is that he'll always wear two pairs of socks when he's playing around a golf. He oh, wears no. two pairs of socks just in case he gets a hole-in-one. <laughs> oh, little, uh, little golf pun for you there. That's a good one. I like that and one. And speaking of puns, there was a child in my class. I won't, I won't, tell, the, I won't tell everyone who the child was. I'll keep it anonymous. But there was a child in my class who was telling a lot of bird puns. There was a lot of bird pun this, bird pun that, feathers, beak. It was just like, it was relentless. It was like pun, 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 bird, bird, bird. It was relentless. Um, In the end, I thought, you know, instead of getting cross, sometimes you've just got to, you've just got to fight fire with fire. And I said, listen, Two can play at that game. <laughs> Two can play at that game. Um, but I have to say, I was quite glad that the puns that were being told to me were bird puns. I don't mind a bird pun. I mean, it, it got to that stage where I had to say enough was enough. But one type of puns really, really do bother me. And those are, those are any kind of insect pun. So anything kind of to do with 
cockroaches or beetles, any kind of insect pun. Do you know what? Those kind of puns really bug me. Oh. Anyway, thanks, Mr. Huntley. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Mr. Williams. Hope Cheers, you have a Mr. brilliant Cooper. week. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, that's class. Classic. Class. Set class, the bar high class. there, isn't he? So let's set, um, let's set a competition for that, shall we? We need an introduction to that. Yes. To that feature, because that's going to be a weekly thing, you know. Yeah. And we need to include Mr. Cooper's name, yep. because it's always going to be a joke for Mr. Cooper. Every week. Every single Sunday. So he's just getting warmed up. So send us in your attempts. It might take a week, a couple of weeks. We set a two-week deadline on this. Two weeks. A fortnight. So by the time we share episode four, yes. we want to have that jingle in place. Is that fair? Yeah, I think so. All good. So, so where, <laughs> where can you send in the jingle? Where's our post box? I tell you what, let's set up an email address. Already done. Got uh, it. Really? The JPS pod at jamirps.com. Oh, I suppose I suppose that'll do. Digital mail. It's the way it's the way forward, isn't it? Do you know what? This week uh, on the email, we got quite a few requests for the return of this feature. Particularly from me. Oh, yeah. All those aliases you use. <laughs> I made up 36 new emails just to, to send in suggestions. The life admin. So would you rather? I love would this segment. Would you rather? Got so, a couple ready for next week as well. We had so um, many. So I, I was busy this weekend watching movies. don't know about you, but loving movie. I love Netflix. Other uh, streaming services are available. No, it's good though, are they? It's not the BBC, so we don't have to say that. And one of the reasons why I picked the Beatles for the intro song is because I watched a film called Yesterday, which is uh, a really good film. And it's about, I'm not going to give it away. I'm just going to give a general uh, synopsis. Ed Sheeran's in it, isn't he? He is in it. And uh, it's, a, it's a relatively unsuccessful musician who uh, gets knocked off his bike and when he wakes back up, comes back around from uh, surgery, realizes no one's ever heard of the Beatles or any of their songs. So he Googles them, nothing, asks people, nothing. So he takes their, uh, their song, their songs, their albums, everything about their, their music, and he sells it as his own. And he becomes a superstar of the same level. Of Ed Sheeran becomes his mate, gold digger. Um, and he, become, he finds worldwide wild success. And from there... He has that internal battle over whether he should allow himself to enjoy the success, even though he has effectively stolen something. Oh, moral dilemma. Ooh, I'm going to do a moral little... Moral dilemma, go on, press your buttons. Which one shall I pick for that? Uh, I'm going to... I would do the, the, the green one. There you go. Oh, no, wrong one. She's another one. I don't know. Oh, I'm going to... Uh, we'll, we'll find a good one for we'll that. We'll find a good one. We need, <laughs> we, one. Need a we need a moral dilemma button. It's a bit niche, but we'll find one. Yeah. So our would you rather this week, would you rather worldwide success for something that wasn't yours or didn't belong to you? For example, writing the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter books or oh. um, a collection of songs and albums, or would you rather localize success? You're good at something, but you're only well-known in a very small circle, like a village, for example. <laughs> but what you are performing with is 100% yours. What do you think, Miss White? Um, 
I think I'd go worldwide and just or big take time. all straight you away. No, nobody would know, the... would they? Because they can't even remember initially. So actually, we're you're learning getting... a huge amount about this fight. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation already. Right As my kids in my class, I could say that was savage. <laughs> that was savage. That was savage. Yeah, go but on. then like people, like if you didn't fake it, nobody would know about Harry Potter and experience the joy, would they? If if I didn't pretend that I'd invented something, like yeah. the Beatles songs wouldn't be known to the world. So, so yeah, so I faked it, true. but actually I've brought it back in yeah. another form. So that's how that it's true. That's I how like, well, well, well worked out. Deal, deals with that guilt. Yeah, that's I, I wouldn't feel guilty. Oh, well, <laughs> I can tell from your face you know that you wouldn't feel an ounce of guilt. I'll be honest. No, but it's true. I think there's certain things that do so much good for people. Yeah. Like Harry yeah. Potter, like the music of the Beatles. That if you lost those things, it's almost like a public service, but you'd get all the money and the fame and you'd have to play along knowing. Maybe I'd compensate my guilt by like donating it and doing good things with it as well. Oh, this is good. She's on her way back. I'm clawing it back <laughs> because but, I'm trying to teach 6A, you know, yeah, to be good humans. That's right. Ethic, well, <laughs> ethics and development are our two concepts, uh, yeah. aren't so they? <laughs> if, if conceptual learning, yeah. there we go, box ticked. I like that. To be fair, I think the idea, if you had like a village, well, guys at home, if you don't know what a village is, a very oh, yeah. small town. Very small town. And a town is a very small city. Full of old people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and a post office. Yeah, and a cake shop. We're talking about cake shops. Anyway. And so lots of you... fat postmen for some reason. Why oh. So um, basically, the idea would have to be a really, really good one to sort of make sure everyone in the village was looked after, I think. It'd have to be that good yeah. to not to sort of take you off the scent of having the global idea, I think. Do you think so? Or would have to earn you a lot of money. But what could, what would... So one of the things that came up with it was when, obviously with a lot of fame, becomes a lot of exposure. And everyone wants to know what your story is, where your inspiration came from. And, if you, did, a lot, and if you didn't write that, if you didn't write the story or sing a song, and they say, oh, what was Strawberry Fields about? Yeah. Like, oh, um, I don't know. I just made it up about a field of... Just like strawberries. Strawberries and just general fruit. Yeah. And they Mr. go, oh, Hunt. that's... Yeah, but Mr. Huntley loves strawberries. He was talking about you know it the other day, talking about how because he had a Dubai really good fields. strawberry. It is. And I used it as an analogy <laughs> for just new ideas. Everyone's had yeah. strawberries. But I'll go on to this another time. It's not about would you rather. <laughs> so, Mr. Huntley, you're going to go for... I'm going to go for global fame for something that wasn't my idea. But you can't declare that it's not your idea. You have to... Pretend. Fine, fine. Because I'd know, I'd be safe in the knowledge that I knew I was doing it for the right reason. What, when you're driving down Shakeshead Road in a Lamborghini? I'm doing this all right now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't drive a Lambo down the Shakeside Road. I'd be so scared that I was going to crash it or ding it. I'd, I'd G-Wagon. <laughs> oh, you're slumming it. Yeah. But you know, I wouldn't bother with a Lamborghini. I'd just go for an equally expensive uh, oh, SUV. No. Tesla. If you're going to crash anything, it's going to be a very fast Tesla. Tesla? Uh, no, because I know it would be ethically sound because it's about... What, you're trying to you're trying to uh, yeah, rid, well, rid yourself you, of guilt. Miss White, I'm going to Harriet. Miss I White. might I might have stolen a massive oh idea, gosh. but I drive He's an electric just done car. What we're talking about? He's stolen my idea and now passing it off as his own. What's that? The Tesla? Yeah, but being ethical about it, and now you're just it's you're not using a fresh idea. My re- you're using my no, reasoning. Hey, influence behind why? <laughs> no, I agree with you because you'd have to offset. You'd have to offset, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd be like, right, I've done something that's really bad. I'm lying. Yeah. But if I can do it 
for good. I don't think I could be bothered to be worldwide famous. Well, it's I, lucky because it's not going to happen, is it? I'm already worldwide <laughs> famous. This pod's going to take us. Do you know what? It's going to take why? us to the stars. We are huge in Mongolia. We didn't talk about this in the end last week. That 0.1% of our viewership is from Mongolia. How? Or, or listenership, anyway. How's that happened? Yeah. Good question. We're huge there. Billboards and everything. <laughs> We've only got one. We got the, it's a massive country. Massive. Yeah, I know. They just, they just don't have many billboards. Um, so what do you guys think? Yeah, and also share your ideas. Share your responses. Share your ideas for Would You Rather's for next time. Absolutely. We should not let Mr. Williams choose any songs. That was Mr. Williams, one of his top songs this from back my in the per- day. This is my personal playlist. No, there's a reason we, we chose that, wasn't there? Absolutely. Reach for the Stars, that's by S Club 7. S Club 7. Or as favorite. they say in Wales, Club S Scythe. Mm. I made that up. It's one of the best bands in the world, actually. Yeah, excellent. Big. So why do we pick Reach for the Stars? Shall I answer that question? Are you asking me that? Or? <laughs> Or is <laughs> I was just asking myself as you do. Uh, so we have um, a discussion point today. So sounds very serious. Our main question today is based on some wonderful things we've seen in our lives over the last year or so with our difficult circumstances, <clears throat> pandemic, and recently, unfortunately, there was the passing of a gentleman called Ca- uh, Captain Tom, Sir Captain yeah. Tom, by the end, Sir Tom who, if you don't know who he is, was um, a hundred-year-old ex-soldier, ex-captain, who um, walked laps around his garden on his Zimmer frame to raise money for the NHS, which is the health service back in the UK. Uh, And he raised almost £40 million. And his aim was, was his aim only to raise £1,000, I think, his initial aim. So to put that into context, that's 200 million dirham? Yeah. Yeah, 200 it's million 200 million dirhams. Simply dirhams. walking laps in his hush puppies or Clarks, I imagine, around yeah. his garden. Um, and so this little uh, segment here is, if you had to do uh, an, an, a challenge to raise money for something close to your heart, what would it be and why? Do you know what? I've been thinking about this a lot recently, partly because of uh, to Tom, yeah. but a couple of the children in my class in 6E were, were devastated the morning that they found out that he'd passed and that legacy, you know, for someone that they've never, they'd never heard of him before, but they knew that what he'd done was a special thing for someone to put themselves out there to do something that was physically so challenging for him. And I think that's the context you need. Some people look at it and go, oh, he's just walking around a garden. You're a hundred years old. It's relative challenges, isn't it? So it doesn't mean like, so for example, you're a runner. Miss White, you're a runner, aren't you? I'm a runner to a point. But I see people do some amazing things that I look at and I think, for me, triathlon. I would love in my lifetime, because I've done half marathons, some like decent time half marathons, but that ability to sort of do something that's going to take a lot out of you emotionally, physically, but doing it for a reason. It's not just, I want to do this because I want to do this. It's I want to do this and I want to push myself through a bit of a barrier, pain barrier. I think you're learning a lot about yourself in those situations. Yeah. And then, but do it on the way and take people with me 
uh, in terms of the story, whether it be money, raising money, doing something for a charity. Now, obviously, we've all got stories outside of school, haven't we, about, you know, relatives that are, you know, going through a lot. We've seen people go through a lot, haven't we, over the last year and longer. So something like that, something physical, I feel like doing something physical, pushing yourself through something is so important. And like you say, what you learn about yourself from doing that, that resilience and that. And I think that a part of it as well, when when I do certain things, I've lost a close friend recently who we met actually through triathlon, which was quite a a, a pertinent thing. But one thing I always find is sometimes put yourself, we sometimes live too comfortably. And I feel like sometimes when you feel a bit of pain when you're running or you're doing something, Mm -hmm. you almost empathizing with people who are struggling and you almost feel that struggle on your own, but you do it you plan to do it. And I think that's a good, I think some people don't like feeling that sort of being uncomfortable, but I think you learn a lot about yourself when you're uncomfortable. So as Mr. Huntley said there, um, my, I, I run marathons. I've done an Ironman triathlon. I've done big, big things. And in the context of, I love cycling. Cycling is my, my, mm. what, if I could pick one of the three sports to definitely be cycling. So I think I would do a cycle. Perhaps I would, Ideally around the world. I'd love to take a year off and cycle around the world, but even just a continent. I saw a documentary the other day uh, and one of the stories in it was about a guy that was doing trail running through the Appalachian mountain range in um, uh, North America. And it took him 46 days through all different, different terrains, weathers. It was nuts. And I thought it would never, obviously it would take me a lot longer than 46 days, but I think something radical, like mad. Things that make you go, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? This is nuts. But people join that. People want, you know, they like that difference, don't they? So for example, one of the things we're going to talk about now is the work of Team Angel Wolf, aren't Team we? Team Angel Wolf. So before we move on to Team Angel Wolf, Miss White, you, as I said, you are a marathon runner. You have done some amazing feats of endurance. So what would yeah. your, what would your, endu- what would your activity be? I was thinking about this and I'm, an all right swimmer, like I can do a fair distance, yeah. but I think like maybe swimming a really big distance, like swimming across the English t- Channel or like wow, wait, be a good. really like a big ocean. Now we're, so, now we're Brexit on the car. Well, we're Brexit you swimmer. Yeah, you might, have, you might have to swim. To do that. Take your passport in your wetsuit. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Cause what's that? Tw- about 20 miles? 20, 21 oh, well, miles. I've I looked into doing it before, Yeah. Um, but I was going to do it in a swimming pool. And that would have taken forever. Obviously, depending on the length of the swimming pool, you can cut your time down by yeah. doing tumble turns and pushing and gliding a bit more. Did you but... see the sports relief documentary in the UK <gasps> with David Wally? And, yeah, um, he was amazing. He did it, didn't he? And, and he, he swam, swam the Thames. Yeah. The whole Got of the River Thames. Yeah. yeah. Nuts. He was really ill. And stuff like that, that that's what you want to see. I know it sounds, oh, he got ill. It sounds sad that we, yeah. you know, we're saying, oh, and he got ill. But yeah. the fact that he was willing. Just showed his struggle. So do you know what? Yeah. If, you know, if I get ill, if I get a bit of a sore tummy and I've got an illness for two or three days. Yeah. The so effort the, and the energy that I'm going to put into it and what I can do for people from doing that challenge for charity and fundraising yeah, yeah. out far outweighs the. So there's this um, guy that I follow. His name's Ross Edgley, who is oh, a, yeah. a British lad. And he swam around Britain. He swam oh. around the entire coast of Britain. And I watched some of his videos and he had rhino neck. We, he called it rhino neck. So he got yeah. such severe burns and blisters from his wetsuit rubbing on his neck that it actually cut into his skin and then it scarred on top of that. And the salt made his neck look like that of a rhino. 
Yeah. So if you get the chance, just just look at Ross Edgley, look at his challenge, <laughs> look at David Williams. And the beauty of those things is David Williams, he'd have started from scratch. I remember watching the documentary where he did his first few lengths in the pool just to train for it. And yeah. just with that belief in himself and that motivation, I feel like that's these bigger picture things. You have to have a bigger motivation other than just doing it. Yeah. So, so in those darker times, you think, there's a reason why I'm doing this. I'm doing this money to raise money. I'm doing this to raise awareness. And I think that is a massive, mm. um, that's wind in the sails of all of these people. Motivation, Who was the guy yeah. that did uh, like a hundred marathons, like straight off, like a hundred, like a hundred days. Is that Eddie Izzard? Yeah, that's Eddie Izzard, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did. Ridiculous. I did one marathon and I've, I finished and I wanted to cry. Yeah, and, and also we had here uh, for the twenty, uh, for the thirty by thirty was Marcus Smith. Marcus Smith. Yep. Um, I love seeing someone that takes you by surprise. That if you pass them in the street, you wouldn't know that they were. Marcus Smith looks like a superhuman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas if you pass David Williams or Eddie Izzard in the street, you just think that normal they were people. just a normal yeah. person. But they are. He like is famous for being a comedian, isn't yeah. he? So. Um, David Williams is famous for being a comedian. Eddie Izzard is famous for being a comedian. So these guys are like, it's mad that they could put themselves through that because they're not conditioned. They weren't conditioned for that. And that's where the, the challenge we're about to share now, I know yeah. loads of you guys at home have been partaking in this, um, but we, we need more, don't we? More, Absolutely. more, more. As much as we can. So as we said before, Nick and the team and Rio at Team Angel Wolf and the, fa- uh, the Watson and family, the family yeah. they are so committed to pushing their whole family through and motivating them through these amazing challenges to raise awareness and sort of create that team and camaraderie to support charities and struggles around the, around the country. So as you probably are aware, their most recent challenge is hashtag climb with Rio yep. uh, where they are once a month, they are picking a continent and they're picking some landmarks from those continents. For example, if they picked Europe, you could pick the Eiffel tower and they are climbing the equivalent um, distance or height on stairs of of those massive landmarks uh, so so far i think they've done i think they did europe i think they've just done africa yeah uh, was it, a couple of weeks ago was it um so kilimanjaro? i would have thought they'd have picked mount kilimanjaro yeah i'm pretty sure i saw a photo um that's a lot of times up and down stairs yes yeah. and they had i think rio um i think his dad i think nick i think rio's on on nick's back yeah i believe so not only are you simply climbing stairs a crazy amount of times, but they're doing it as a team and they're, and they're all joining in there, which I think is an amazing feat. Um, so get behind the team. Mm. I'm sure they'd love your support. Uh, Miss, I know that um, Miss Brown in the PE department yep. uh, sent around worksheets. So the next challenge, I believe, is towards the end of the month, and they are looking at the highest landmark in Australasia or Antarctica. So Australia, you've got the Sydney Opera House. Yep. You've got Ayers Rock. Yep. So there are some really um, huge, some huge, That's yeah, right. that we can that you can guys can aim towards. And the beauty of it is, you've got three days to do it, so you can spread that over a weekend with your family. That's right. Even if you can, but if you if you felt like you couldn't do it all in one go, you could spread it out between the family too, couldn't you? You could do a family relay of it. Of so you can. the key is participation, isn't it? The key in all these things is getting stuck in. Get in there. Get in there and support the cause. So what we'll do is we'll keep pushing that through the podcast and we'll keep pushing it out on our social media channels. And uh, So we're yeah, going to give a big round of applause for uh, Team Angel Wolf. 
so near the end now, near the end of episode two, season two. It's been an absolute pleasure. I always feel I need to do something like that. Because <laughs> I do it in class sometimes and the kids look at me like, what is he doing? Is he okay? Reserve it for the podcast. Someone needs to control, alt, delete Mr. Huntley, go to task manager and just delete a few things. Classic old school closing down the computer. But w- before we close down the podcast, we're going to have a little chat with Miss White before she chooses the outro song. A couple of facts, a okay. couple of things. What would you like to find out about Miss White? Yeah. I want to find out, where were you born? Leeds. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. White Rose. What was your favourite subject in school? Oh, you're going to think I'm really geeky, but ancient history and Latin. Oh, you're so geeky, man. <laughs> Do you know what? Ancient history, Latin not spoiled by, but um, ancient history is one of those things, that as I've got older, got more into as an idea like a subject yeah so as you get cool. older yeah. does the normal history become ancient because you're a bit older well i'm watching Ooh. something on netflix at the moment there's a big gap in in when uk students grow up you miss out a huge part of your own uk history don't you yeah because it's almost like too recent but it's still far like 30 40 years previous um it's all about like the royal family in the uk and stuff so that's been pretty cool that so, just uh that just won a golden globe Gloobs. The old gloobs. Um, so next question. Come favorite on. sweet as a kid. If you were oh. given 25p, because that's all you needed, like a dirham, yeah. to go to the shop, buy a sweet or a chocolate bar, what would you get? I oh, see we had a penny tray. At, penny trays. Yeah, so you got like you could each sweet was penny, so you could pick twenty-five different ones. Nice one. But uh, mm, You're always this indecisive. Yeah, I am. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like to chew it. Chew it. Yeah. Sure chew chew it. It. They're just like they just pretend Starburst. No, they no, came different. before Opal Starburst. Fruits. Opal, Opal fruits yeah. back Gave in the it. day. Uh I used to love the um fizzy chewits. Oh, yes, I, I like those. those. Extreme oh, ones. My, Extreme. Yeah, my, my taste buds are just called, yeah, oh, they were quite no. clever. They didn't have those up north. Park 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 sell those. Yeah, they do. I'm going there on the way after school. Uh what's your favourite sport? Hockey. What position did you play? Did you know centre the- forward? <laughs> so you know we're talking about earlier of taking all the glory. Yeah, the idea. That's what a centre forward does. I can imagine doing the Alan Shearer yeah. uh, arm up, running off. Running off the uh, did you know the national sport of Pakistan was field hockey? Yeah, I did actually. Oh. They've. Do you know what? When I was younger, growing up, I remember them being amazing at the Olympics. Yeah, Danya in my class taught me that on international day. Did she? There we yeah. go. She was Something showing me pictures, but she'd used ice hockey pitches. Not, ah, not field hockey. It was a cold, it was a cold Very, winter yeah. in Pakistan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, oh, any more questions? Any more questions? Any more questions? Um, Why did you move to Dubai? Yeah. Well, uh, oh, that's like, like an existential, <laughs> existential one. That's like deep. Why did I move to Dubai? Because uh, I wanted some sunshine. Yeah. That is a non deep answer to a very deep question. So, yeah. thank you for that. Save that one. <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? Yeah. I think like now, February time back in the UK, miserable. Awful. Oh, yeah. Waking up dark. What going, happens when in Wales at this time of year is you just, your webbed hands come back out of the plane. Apologies <laughs> to all the Welsh. Oh, if you, is that what you're talking about? You could end up swimming everywhere. All right, okay. <laughs> I thought you were being mean to Welsh people then. Oh, no. Being Welsh, yeah. I'm a bit Welsh. Oh, everyone is a bit, bit. Welsh. Uh, it's cool, isn't it, guys? I well, know. it's not really. I think my granddad was Welsh. Everyone's yeah. granddad's Welsh. From like a quarter. Is that a quarter? Yeah, His name yeah. was uh, Tom, Tom something. Tom Jones? No. <laughs> no. So, um, great to have. It's great to have another person on the pod. Actually, using the other microphone, using all the equipment. Yes, it was actually walking around today. It was oh, the pod, first pod was great. When are you going to get a female guest on? When are you going to get a female? When are you get some female representation? Oh, you only so, picked me because I'm a girl. No, no. All oh, right, okay. 
Just because you were available. Because <laughs> I was here. <laughs> Just because you were here. I came in for a cup of coffee and then got made to stay. Yeah, why not? No, we, we didn't get coffee, so <laughs> nice. Fun. I just realised that now. Well, um, wrapping up here. So yeah, so what we do every end of the podcast is to find out a song that reminds the person, their guest, of their childhood. So over to you. Who have you chosen? What's the name of the song? And why did you choose it? Okay, so I've chosen ACDC, Back in Black. This is a banger. Because it doesn't actually reflect me as a person, but it reminds me so much of my dad. Yeah. My dad has a really cool music taste. I don't. Um, Air guitar in around the living room with his socks on. No, he's very, oh. very calm, very sensible as my dad. But he always used to put it on the record player when we were on holiday in France. And we'd put it on or it was on a CD in the car. And every time yes. we'd get in the car, it was only a very short journey up to the ski slopes driving up there. So it was literally just enough time to play this song. It's because he didn't want anyone to be heard. So yeah. the kids are in the back. Let's put on a really loud yeah, song. Yeah, really loud song. And I just, it's such a nice memory of me and my sister thinking we were really cool and we weren't just yeah. banging our heads in the back of the car. Well, I think you're cool. And just, oh, well, I don't I'd, I'd disagree, but... Um, I, I, I work in the same year group as Miss White. We have to be nice. <laughs> we, we have to be nice to guests. Mr. Huntley knows I'm not cool. She is. She's cool. She's cool. Um, so, but yeah, that's, that's, great song. That, those car journey songs, yeah. are, they're the ones that stick in my head as well. Yeah. So what a tune. So thank you very much. Thanks for Miss White for coming on. Thanks for having me. I've loved it. Thank yeah. you for Mr. Williams uh, pressing all the buttons. Jochen Was that mean? That means thank you very much. Thank Walsh. you very much. And uh, we will see you next time. Remember, get in touch. The JPS pod. At and look out for those posters, by the way, at Jamira, uh, JPS pod at Yeah. See the posters around school. Scan the QR code. Yeah. If you've got, um, if you need the link, ask your teacher. They all have the links. Awesome job. And without further ado, Off we go. as per Miss White's request. <laughs>